0: Sorry, the music sounds like uh, Madonna's holiday. I shall stop singing, but I shall carry on. Welcome into episode 289 of Caitlin's Craft Collective. I'm Louise and today I've got a wee catch-up. And this is the second time I've recorded this because I recorded it on the computer using the microphone and it had lovely editing in it. And then the app that I was using, Soundtrap, just totally and utterly crashed. And it only saved half the edit, and then I couldn't download it. It's having a wee blink to itself, and I thought, oh, if I have to wait for that to resort itself out, this has never happened. So I am using the phone. And uh, so today I have got a wee catch-up, hello section. Woo, Perth is back. And the me, me, me section. So we'll get your cup of tea or your dram, and I'll let you know what's been a crack. And um, has mm. is past my month. Hope <laughs> oh, that wasn't too sore in your ears. I had some really quite cool music on my thing too. Anyway, so we catch up. Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday, dear me! It's my birthday today. I've even played myself the altered images radio on Alexa because uh, she plays happy birthday the first time you ask. Anyway, I is 48 today and I just wanted to spend a bit of time with you. So I've spent quite a lot of time with you and I hope that you're very thankful for it. I really enjoyed speaking to you in December and January and I did kind of miss you last month but I think we both agree that I did need a break so I spent finishing the new kitchen, among, along with the joiner and Richard who knocked their pans in finishing the new kitchen. We are now at the stage of it's got the things back in that we want. Nobody can remember that the fridge has moved or where we've put the bowls. But we also think, oh, it's nice and tidy, the rest of the house still not quite so. But we're quite pleased with it and we're hoping that it lasts for another 15 years before we even have to consider redoing it. Sandy has now start, started driving and doesn't seem too bad at it. I am, like all parents whose parents have started driving, feeling quite worried when he goes out and know it'll get worse when he passes his test. But it's a necessary life skill, so I'll swallow down that worry. I don't think he ever stop having that worry, so I'll just have to get used to coping with it and knit harder. It has been snowing horizontally today. I think that winter is not quite finished with us. We are in one of the many false springs of... Oh, it's spring. No, it's not. Oh, it's spring. No, 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 no. No, it's definitely not. So, <laughs> it's quite cold. Richard started his new job with EMEC on Orkney and it's in the first few weeks of learning everything all at once. But he's quite excited about it all and... He loves renewable energy and he feels like he's making a difference in the world. If anyone watched the Channel 4 programme with Guy Martin talking about electricity in the UK, then you'll have seen Guy Martin visit e on Orkney and you'll get an idea of what goes on there. Quite an interesting programme. Richard, who works in the industry, says it's not the full story, kind of glossed over some bits and didn't quite explain other bits. But it was quite an interesting Um, program. So we are adjusting to different work and life patterns of him working here and there. Uh, Keithness is main news still is that the roads are really, really poor. Um, Especially just coming out of Thurso tonight, the big pothole has gotten even bigger and I was avoiding the gritter and I hit, I think, and I'm so frightened of getting a flat tyre puncture blowout um, In the middle of the night, well, 7 o'clock. <laughs> um, actually, it was half past 7. Uh, so it's the middle of the night to me. When I'm in, I'm in, in. There's no less going out, out. I'm past that now. But, because <laughs> I live in the country. So the roads are really, really quite poor. If you're considering doing the NC500 through Cadeness, be prepared to drive really slowly round or through some of the potholes and especially if it's raining because you can't see where the worst ones are. The council are very slowly making their way through some of them, but they haven't got the money, so we just have to put up with it. Yeah. Anyway, spring has started. Uh, My first garden's daffodil this morning outside. There's some in the polytunnel and um, the first one has bloomed outside, which is lovely. My crocuses have been out for weeks. And my tulips in the polytunnel are started to show their faces, which is quite nice. The weekend, we finally dug up the last of the overwintering leeks, parsnips and scorzonera, which I think is called salsify as well, which I'm halfway through peeling and chopping up for the freezer, Where I was when I wrote this. It was a slow process and this was much more fun, so I got distracted. They're all done now. Everything that's going in the freezer is in the freezer. We have our seeds ready for start planting this year and the polytunnel has so far survived the winter. I think I'll have a bit of a break here. Get my I don't think you can hear what I'm singing or what I'm saying when the music goes on, can you? Um, it's all joyful stuff. It's really good. Hello, section. A big birthday hello to new listeners, being with me for a while, listeners, and being with me forever, listeners. A big birthday hello to Sue, Maggie, Girl, Nora, Howley, Twin Twinsay, Jan, Too Many Hobbies, Girls, and On Your Trike, Somerton. Oh, and Will Work. you the first lovely people who commented on my uh, jumper that I shall be mentioning very soon. I feel like my perm is coming back with that 80s e- e- sounding music. <laughs> it's actually not that bad, I quite like that one. Woo, Perth. Perth Yarn Fest has changed its name to the Scottish Yarn Festival and uh, the Yarn Fest is on the 9th and 10th of September. I really like to go this year and make a weekend of it because I missed it last year with Richard getting his knee operation that week. So, I was wondering would anybody like to buddy up with me and maybe, I don't know, hire a wee chalet? or a hotel or an airbnb know somewhere that would be good around there and we could have a wee craft w- weekend mini retreat with perth or the scottish yarn festival being the sort of main event i haven't looked up any accommodation yet i just wanted to ask you look first i know that most of you be driving up and down in the day because it's so central ish. but the odd one of you might be interested i haven't even asked my mum yet but I think her answer might be yes. Ma, would you like to go on a wee weekend away? Involves wool. Yes, I can hear her saying yes. <laughs> Answers in a postcard to me either in Instagram DM or email on Collective at com. I know the name has changed from Perth Yarnfest to the Scottish Yarn Festival, but it's an evolving yarn festival, it's a good thing. Although I am still going to call this section Woo Perth. Because it reminds me of the lovely tipsy nips, ladies. Right, turned it down there. Me, 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 me section. I had last said to you that I would not podcast again until I had finished my Breathing Space by Vera Valamagi, And I have finished it. I was kind of using it as a, I'm kind of missing podcasting, right, get it done, get it done, get it done. I used Rebel's Craft Yarns, and this is Traligel Organic Merino in 4-ply. I finished it on Friday night after doing a push last week on the second arm. Sitting so watching Netflix because I had the teleporter myself because Richard was away not watching Netflix, and... I'm not saying I don't get peace and quiet when he's here, but I get distracted a lot easier. So I sewed in the ends, washed, dried it, and I wore it earlier today for the Instagram photo. I am quite pleased with it. The fit is nice. The drape is beautiful. The colours are really vivid and perfectly suited for me. I just love them. When I was washing it, not a drop, of dye came out, which is a really good sign of very carefully dyed yarn. I bought this from Helen of Ripple's Craft when we were on holiday in Clachtall. Well, we went to a visit to Clachtal. We were actually staying at, near Acheldibui uh, two years ago on the West Coast. And it reminds me of our lovely wee holiday on the West Coast of Scotland in a very beautiful area. I also remember it being a bit cold because it was October. So I used up very nearly three whole skeins to make medium-sized jumper in four-ply and I had longer sleeves than the pattern actually mentions. I had got to doing the arms when I cast back on for doing the arms and I had the deep purple colour left and I thought, is there enough there for two long arms? I don't know. I know what I'll do. So I split it into two balls So I knew that had the same for each arm and I didn't have to worry about running out on the second because it's not a very nice feeling. I know that after my flax jumper last year. I knew that I had to do or sorry, I knew I had enough to do two decent sleeves, but not sure if they would be to the wrist like I wanted. But in the end I had three grams of one ball left and one and a half grams of the other. I actually mustn't have split them equally, even though I did weigh them. But by the time I was doing the second arm, I knew that I had enough left, even if I ran out of the second ball of yarn, um, which I didn't, Uh, I could have used what was left of the first sleeve. So I did actually get it to the length that I want. I do think that the Merino will pill and probably grow a little bit. And I don't remember doing a swatch. I've left that pause for you all going to Louise. But I've kind of worked with it before, so I was thinking about this as I was knitting. My tension tends to be what actually it says on the tin most of the time. So I was doing it for what the measurement said, and, well, do you know what? If it stretches, it's on me. I don't remember doing a swatch. I do remember doing a review of this yarn, maybe that's when I did the swatch, possibly, but I don't know. I've not got this written down. So. It's organic merino and it feels soft and is that bit more delicate. So maybe this yarn is maybe more suited to being a shawl or a shawl, <laughs> I was going to say gloves or hat, but a shawl because you don't want to use it working wise. I didn't do a great job on the wrap and turns along the bust line, so I'm considering cinching the holes with some matching thread and needle. I certainly have to wear a black top underneath it because you can see clearly through these holes, and I don't really need that at work and at school. I don't know why the the holes are there. I was thinking maybe it would have come out in the blocking but it uh, has got these holes, and I think the next time if I was to do sh- if I was to do the jumper again, I would choose a different technique of wrap and turning because I think that the German short rows are they give a tighter hole or no hole than just the general wrap turn that I did however, um I can just sew them up with a thread if I feel like I need to I have made two mistakes in the stripes as well. One dark purple on the arm has one line instead of two and one dark purple on the body has three lines. I noticed these way past the point of them happening and thought, will I take that out? Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm okay with them. Nobody else will have that exact mistake in the jumper so therefore mine is going to be unique. (laughs) That's what I'm telling myself. Also, do you know, I spent seven months making this jumper and I'm pointing out the mistakes. It seems a bit silly pointing out the mistakes. I don't know whether I'm even sort of meaning it as in do what I say, not what I do. But anyway, I'm also pointing out that I'm not perfect. It did not come out perfect. I love the colour of the yarn. It's shiny. The twisted rib is on point and it just makes it look very crisp rib pin the butt to have to do dark yarn in the winter and you're twisting it so you have to look at what you're doing but um yeah and I, I don't think I'll be making another breathing space anytime soon whilst I really like this the jumper and the drape of a four ply jumper I'm own far too much when I'm making it I hope that it would have felt like a quicker knit this time around but it didn't And you know, even if I started knitting another one right now, I've probably forgotten all the hints and tips that I'd picked up when I was making it and still have to sit and study the pattern again. It's a very well edited pattern. I don't think there's any mistakes in it. I'd say it was a pretty well written pattern. Um, So many people have done it, so there's plenty of assistance out there if you feel that you need it. Um, It's a nice design. I don't know if it's a bit dated now, but um, I like it and I think there might be another one in my forecast because I certainly have the yarn for it, but I don't feel the need to actually do it, cast it on anytime soon. The wonderful Louise Scully did give me some sage advice about putting aside and cast something on. It'll make your knitting a little more enjoyable. Had it not been so close to the finish, I would have done that because that's exactly the advice that I would have given to her. <laughs> I've been in my stars quite a few times recently and I got some inspiration for what's next and I mentioned some of them on Louisiana. And today, I said, it's my birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday. And I got some binoculars for bird watching. I have been having such a lovely time with Bird Marlin. Um, I went to Dunnett Forest last week and just got all the little tiny birds because it was quite still and not windy and it was really nice. And then at the same time, couldn't see them. So I wanted a little pair of binoculars and I remember Lisa or Ellen or both of them had a little pair of binoculars and I had said, you know what Richard, I think that might be quite nice. So he's bought me a pair of binoculars, but he also bought me some yarn. My lovely husband went into a yarn shop and bought me the yarn, which I asked for to make him, he doesn't know it's for him, the Bonnie Isle, Fair Isle hat by Linda Shearer, which is last year's Shetland Woolwick hat. He doesn't know what I'm going to make it for him. <laughs> I laid out the knitting from the North book, which is from Orkney, by Hilary Grant, and asked, which hat do you think that I should make next? Do you think you like any of them? Kind of not making it that it was for me or him. And then I had the Shetland Woolwick hats as well, and he picked up the Bonny Isle one and he liked that one best. So I thought, it's from Shetland. That's spoiling my plans <laughs> of making him a hat from Orkney pattern. But um, maybe I should have actually just got him a Caithness coloured flag one anyway. However, it's a hat. So he went into a wee yarn shop in Orkney somewhere with a full of the yarns I wanted. Because he, ha- he knows some stuff, but he doesn't doesn't know enough. And I said, oh, do they have Jameson's of Shetland? I didn't say what ply. And he was told, yes, it's there. So um, I'm like, okay. Well, I gave him the screenshot of the pattern, and it was the Jameson's of Shetland's. It was their colourways, the blues and the greys that I wanted, except for the natural colour, because I already have that. Um, So, could he get them, please? But it has to be in four-ply or don't bother. And the woman said to him, all Shetland wool is in four-ply. And Richard was just a bit like, all right then. But if she meant that all her Shetland wool on display was in 4 Pie, then she didn't make it clear enough because when he said that, I was like, well, I think you'll find it's not because you get all different weights of yarn and Shetland. Yarn. And it has to be proper Shetland cheap. For... <laughs> I was getting my high horse. So um, he will not be my deliveroo of yarn, which I was going to give him a message for every now and again. Here, take my line, go and get my messages from the yarn shop. But if somebody's going to be rude to you, why should you give them the custom? So, sorry, Orkney, Wool Shop person. You've lost one custom. It also shows you that you should be nice to everybody because you don't know who that person is then going to be doing a podcast about, do you? Anyway, he did come home with some uh, of the Jameson's of Shetland for making this hat, which I was going to cast on today. It would be my birthday, thinking... I sit down, I watch Netflix and cast on a hat, it would be lovely. It's nine o'clock at night, not quite got there yet. Uh, I asked them to get some Jamesons of Shetland because I didn't have enough of five colours. And I realised that I can do two colours very, very easily. Three, not too longer. Five, I was struggling with, I have to see. So I just went with exactly what the Jameson's or Shetland colorways were. All uh, right. I've moaned about enough about that. I also have a couple of people that I know are going to have babies soon. So I thought maybe I could do some baby yarn knitting or baby items. Using baby yarn. Cause I do have got a stash of, uh, yarns for babies. Like there's some acrylic, I, won't buy acrylic anymore if I can possibly get away with it but I do have quite a lot that's either been passed to me or I've bought previous to my I don't think I want to buy any more acrylic yarn thoughts and it's more because of the plastic and that I don't want to outlive everybody on the planet so um, I think I've still got some of that left over from my own babies were little and squishy now, they're just bigger and squishier. I have done some sewing since I spoke to you last. Richard has a canoe. Now, this is how much I know about canoes. Or, I probably know a lot more because he told me, but I stopped listening. It's red. Yeah, these canoes red. <clears throat> you get different types of paddle. What they are for? I think you get otter and beaver type tails. Can't remember what difference is why but i think once you buy one paddle you want to buy all the paddles and they have different reasons to have them um can't remember why don't care and it's just like my um you have different needles for different fabric you have different fabric for different things i know lots of these things but i don't want to know about the canoes Sorry. If you like canoes, that's cool. It's maybe just because he bores me on about it. So, right. I don't have a canoe, and so this is me going into a canoe shop and asking for a paddle, to be asked what kind of paddle we have so Anyway, Richard goes canoeing with his pal, Sanders, who has a sail for when he's on a loch and wants a wee break and just puts his sail up, so I'm told. And I'm like, I thought the whole point was to paddle, but what do I know about canoeing? Nothing, right? Richard costed the sale that Sanders has and went, oh no, I can make that way cheaper. And I think I want to make that way cheaper anyway. So he says, I want to make this sale thing. Will you help me make it? And looks at him and goes, "Mm hmm. That's my non-committal voice. And then he sort of indicated that you would be needing to use my sewing machine and i looked and i went no you shall not use my sewing machine why not because i don't want you to <laughs> i just didn't want him to okay <laughs> i can be really childish sometimes and this was one of the examples so we went off and bought some sail fabric and it was a nylon type synthetic and not like the thick fabric i was expecting that you get on a yacht so maybe he could have used the sewing machine. But by this point I had said it and I was not going back on myself. So we made a sail, which included putting the seams on it, measuring things, moving it around, putting this other tape stuff on, like you know, you get on a rucksack um handles. Well what to sew that on and mm mm-hmm. But the fabric and lovely, it stayed where it was and it was easy to hem. Off he went with it, one fine breezy day. Wonderful time to himself. Comes home, said, I want another one like the other one that Sanders has. Listeners. I applied my grumpy face. I sewed my anger into that second sail. I did not want to spend my Sunday night sewing a stupid sail for a canoe that he should have been paddling with one of his many, many paddles. So thankfully he's used up his sail fabric now he bought and he hasn't seen Sanders to get any new sale ideas, but I did do some sewing. <laughs> we did some other knitting as well. I finished one leg warmer. Um, I've just was past my scripture. The one that I started on New Year's Day when I was on holiday, and then did some on the plane. I'm wearing it right now to keep the chill off. It is in spider fapes, fibre fibrespates four-ply in a diamond dyed colour, which was gifted to me by a very kind listener. Thank you, my friend. I will be casting on a second one very soon, as I knit this on my tea break at work, and a few lines a day fair add up. But, also will be good to get it when it's cold, and you can use it when you need it. Mind you, it is cold here until all year. So, <laughs> it'll be fine. Daisy had found a headband that she wanted to make recently. It was a Pinterest video pattern for Tunisian crochet. So I looked out some cotton, but stupid me found double knit instead of four ply, it suggested. And it wasn't as good looking, so we both ripped it out. I was doing it so I could show her how, how to do it. She did get the hang of it, but she didn't like of it. The look of hers and just stopped. So then I went... That's when I realised that I had the wrong weight of yarn. I went and then I found some four-ply cotton, which I was quite impressed that I had, and I cast on thinking that I could get her started or just look at this and then rip it back and then she could make a roll. However, I wasn't all that keen on it either. The last stitch in the roll just never looked right, even though I knew that I was doing it right. So I ripped it out this afternoon, but it did keep us entertained for an afternoon. In the kitchen refurb, I did go through all my dishcloths and chucked out some that had holes or just were falling to absolute bits. This means that I need to go make some more, which is always a nice wee project. Years and years ago, I had a dishcloth swap and the ones that I got have finally been used up. I am sad that they are now not in circulation anymore, but they sure did earn their keep. And I always used to think of the person that sent them to me. When I was like, oh, I remember this one. <laughs> and then, believe me, they've been used well. So I was thinking, would you be interested in a dishcloth swap again? I kind of swapped, I had stopped doing swaps because of the cost of packaging, uh, sorry, postage, but maybe it's time for a new small swap. So if you're interested, let me know by Instagram DM or Caden's Craft Collective or Gmail or on Ravelry. I do go on to Ravelry intermittently to look at patterns and to see if there's any messages. Hello to Lisa, who had sent me one. She's got the same idea as me for a mini-retreat or a crafty friend's meeting-up. On to Library Corner, I am listening to Whose Names Are Unknown by Sanara Bab, And this is about the High Plains farmers fleeing the dust storms and droughts in the Great Depression of 1930 America. It is quite similar to the Grapes of Wrath by John Steinbeck, which I read in high school. But Sonora's book wasn't published until the two thousands, as it had been written, and it had been written a bit before John Steinbeck. But for some reason, the publishers put his forward and not hers. Neither copied each other; they were just storytelling the things that were prevalent at the time. But John Steinbeck's has been the most famous one. Both incredibly sad. And quite a depressing look on a time, but both are very well written. And uh, yeah, I was listening to it today when I was doing the parsnips. That's really sad, <laughs> but it's very well written. And there was um, yeah, it's just it's it's good. Very, I am enjoying it even though it's sad. In TV, I finally almost bleh, in TV. I'm almost finished watching Alice in Borderland, which is Japanese programme. very violent. It's kind of like Squid Game, violent. But set in Alice in Wonderland, kind of person goes to a different but similar land. But in this there's death, death, death. But it's very well tensioned, so I'm enjoying it while I'm knitting. And then I've got written, once I've finished with the parsnips, I'm treating myself to watching it and casting on the Bonnie Isle hat today. That was before Soundtrap died. Hmm. Thank you for spoiling my birthday a little bit, Soundtrap. However, listeners, I shall stop moaning because I'm really not grumpy. Thank you for listening today and listening to my Madonna impression. I will try and do my Claire Grogan impression too of Happy birthday, happy birthday. But I won't because I can't say. I hope that this finds you all very well and your crafting is going well too. I always enjoy your Instagram pictures and your occasional emails and brotherly messages. I hope to record in a fortnight or three weeks time or so with more crack from a hopefully warmer than today case So keep on crafting. We'll listen to some more Madonna music on the way out.